Hello, Superhouse Podcast listeners. This is episode 39. We talk about some shit, like we always do. Have fun. By the way, not a huge uh, baseball fan or anything, but uh, go Cubs. Thank fucking God, it's about <laughs> yeah. time. That was pretty cool. Have you lived there? It's like yeah, after 100 years, it's like, eh, fine. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Having lived there and knowing so many people that their world revolved around the Cubs, it was actually a pretty kind of special thing. that They haven't been in the fucking uh, series for like 100 years, let alone win it. Yeah. <laughs> That shit's fucking pretty crazy. Historic. Yeah. Like, that's fucking awesome. Go Cubbies. I endo- mm-hmm. I- Stefan endorses this message. <laughs> so, so the whole time, like, we've been we've been very frightened about this election and stuff. And someone was like, oh, what do you think? Like, you think that Trump's going to win or Hillary? And the whole time I've been like, ah, Hillary's got this. Then the Cubs, Cubs won the World Series. And I was like, this is a crazy world we live in. Anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Trump's going to be president. It's going to be fucking yeah, crazy. Oh, man. Well, like, wasn't I'll be seriously, seriously depressed if fucking Trump yeah. wins this shit, yeah. man. I will be uh-huh. very like, I will, I won't, I will not smile on Wednesday. You know what? I was, I was watching videos from like eight years ago. I was watching some of Kasim's videos, and he did like a, who are you voting for? And it was back when Barack was running against Mitt Romney, and he was, you know, asking people the same type of questions: who are you going to vote for? What do you think of the election or whatever? And, People then are saying the same shit now, like, vote. What the fuck is going on? Hey, James, we can hear you typing, I think. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No problem. But basically, just to quell, from my perspective, to quell listeners' fears, everybody's fears out there, I was looking at these old videos about people and talking about election and stuff and it was just, it's the same stuff like oh i'm voting for the lesser evil oh you're throwing your vote away or this this and that and this person is a liar and this person is a liar and it's like the similarities between even just the comments are astounding like guys it's not going to be that big a deal whoever wins whoever loses like it's going to always seem like things are so much crazier than they are but it's the same as it was back when barack and romney were running man like we're going to be all right I don't know, man. Trump is much worse than Romney, dude. Yeah. Right, right. But it's just, it's this, it's the same dog and pony show, man. I think. Similar, but and, and, Trump and, just well, made it, made it so much worse, dude. So, yeah. so much yeah, worse. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that the potential for that is not going to be there, but it's just all I'm saying is that this, like, it's this, it's been the same every year for the last few hundred years. You know, it's just the thing that upsets me most is people getting divided and like riled up about it because ultimately I think, yeah, it'll be probably not the best four years or whatever, but we get along as long as we're good to each other. Things are going to be all right, man. Like, no, I don't think it's necessary to get so like depressed. I mean, have it you guys suck, seen the, but... have you seen the latest SNL, the one that was on last night? Mm-mm. I didn't get all that right. one yet. All right. So. They're, they've been doing the whole, like, Alec Baldwin is Trump and Kate McKinnon is Hillary thing as their opener mm-hmm. for the whole season, you know, mm-hmm. election coverage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're in the middle of their bit, and then they're they're like, and then Alec Baldwin says, you know what, Kate? And he's, like, dressed up as Trump, 
they like flip it on they turn it they, they break the fourth wall kind of they're like you know what kate i'm ca- i'm tired of calling you uh insults <clears throat> this is getting old <clears throat> and she's like yeah you're right and then they go out into like you know new york and like kate mckinnon dressed as hillary clinton starts hugging trump supporters and shit <laughs> and alec baldwin starts uh hugging you know uh hillary people uh-huh. and it's uh just kind of it was kind of cool to see like we're we're just getting tired of like all this activity yeah. you know and that's the thing is is not that the issues aren't serious you know in a lot of ways but it's like it's, it's up to us really like how we deal with those issues and how we deal with each other on a day-to-day and i feel like uh the media is the way the media paints all the elections and stuff even the stuff we see in our facebook it just it's there it, like part of it is there to just make you feel miserable i'm sorry i was choking make you feel miserable when i think like yeah like we should definitely we're we're obviously should be concerned about the way things are going and what we can do to you know increase the quality of life and maintain sustainable civilizations but like you know just all these we we can spare ourselves the negativity especially on our own emotional state like yeah, Trump being President Trump will be crazy. But like Maddie said, like in a world where the Cubs just win the World Series after 100 years, it means that good things actually happen, you know, to a lot of people. It's it's just like, you know, if Trump does happen, I doubt Trump is going to be president. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think it's possible. I think we're right on the cusp, but I think Hillary is bought and paid for, baby. Neocons got that shit on lock, man. The industry... Trump's got money, but, you know, look at who he's contesting against. Anyway, <laughs> but, you know, I don't think it's the end of the world, and I think a lot of people are letting it get them down super bad, but we still live in the time that we do. You know who your friends are. You know the people you can communicate and respect, you know, and if you, as long as you can communicate with people you don't understand their perspective, then we're going to be all right. You know, and we're not those people that are, you know, the people we, the circles we run in and like our extended circles and stuff necessarily aren't even like in, in situations where they're hiding behind a really thick veil of ignorance, like, you know, the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma or Texas or something, you know, like we're all pretty well connected to a civil, a civilized kind of uh, communication about these things. So I think, you know, it's going to be hard for a lot of people just that's because of the way politics are, but I think, you know. Trump's not probably not the worst thing that is going to happen to the world. It's not going to bring upon the apocalypse, you know. He's just another dumbass, you know. I don't know, just man. Another dumbass He's, bully. He doesn't have any plans, really. And None the bullshit that he said. McClinton's got at, actual plans, but the thing is, they well, don't get yeah. covered because Trump, any Trump can like take a shit or say pussy and then own the next three news cycles, yeah. you know. Like he's. He doesn't even have to pay for his fucking campaign because he gets covered right. in the news every. He tweets just, like a word, and then it's all over everywhere. It's he's owned everything. Yeah, but it's the power in the media that he has. That's what the that's why the party backs him because they have that power in media. But there's a lot more going on in terms of how decisions are being made on foreign policy and what issues are going to be like. Look at everybody's campaign promises; like are hardly ever fulfilled. Obama kept you know, a lot of it's his, just what though. they it's it's except for Guantanamo. <laughs> that shit's still open. I mean most of it's bullshit, you're right, but 
I just feel like Trump is just that much worse. He's, oh man, I just can't yeah. think of anybody worse than this guy. I, I, you know, like I haven't seen a candidate that inspired so much like hated me yeah. ever. Like when Romney ran, it was like, oh, he's kind of annoying. You can make fun of him like any politician, but he's not like just incredibly bad like Trump is. Yeah, I felt like if either McCain or Romney won, I I wouldn't like it, but at the same time, I felt like we would still be able to get through it, like the same way that we got through with Bush. But with, you know, Trump, the rhetoric that he constantly spews that incites, like, so much violence from a lot of, not all, but a lot of his followers and things like that, especially what you see at his rallies where they're, kicking out minorities or disabled people and stuff like that. It's just like that. And the man is so thin skinned, like the, like he, the joke from uh, John Oliver months ago, where, you know, back in the eighties, someone said he had tiny hands and yearly he would still send him photos of circle circling his hands. See normal size, like yeah. the shit that he just has. So like he, I don't see him like working at all on like a uh, global level, like working with other political leaders or anything at all. It will be one of the worst things that has ever happened to America, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Uh, it's just like it can't, you know, because like I think it's going to be just like, as bad as it's always been. Is basically what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think Hillary's like the greatest choice either. I'm yeah, not like she's not yeah. the savior of fucking America. That shit's not going to happen anytime soon. Well, but, I think yeah, it's just, that, that, it's, the whole idea is an illusion. You know, it's like uh, these these things. Well, are, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'm just like. I was just thinking of, like, people in other countries and leaders from other countries. Like, how are you going to talk to Trump? Like, I was watching a video where, Pete, like, it was Samantha B who was like, uh, Trump can't even read. And there's, like, all this, like, have you guys seen that video? No. <laughs> it's fucking great. Look it up. Like, he probably can't read. Like, I like, <laughs> all the, like, footage there, I'm like, oh, shit, this dude really can't read. But um, I'm just like, I, like, I can't even imagine him going to, like, talk to like british or like the french government or fucking and like how is this even gonna like get, it just blows my mind like i don't even know what to say <laughs> just because oh it's just like like all of all the connections we've made throughout the world he's gonna burn them down <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know it's just like i can't imagine like any kind of the the government of Africa being like, yeah, let's go sit down and have a conversation with Donald Trump about yeah. the, the, about our two nations. Uh, like what? No, no one's going to do that. That's ridiculous. Like, no. uh, I don't know. It, it, it is scary. Like I get like James and like Andrew's like, it is something to slightly worry about. I also am on the side with Steph, right. like, like, you know, as long you as can't get worked up other, about it. Yeah, you right. Can. My, it's really hard not to. I my, mean, especially living where I live, it's fucking. Yeah. Ugh. My whole I, thing I is vote. That That's the thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely vote. I'm not endorsing not voting. Vote, but I, my whole thing is I'm gonna keep on keeping on, man. Like, as long as they're not up at my front door, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like the problems <laughs> of the global, uh, you know, the all the global problems. As long as they don't like suddenly 
right on my front doorstep or anything like that. Like, I'm just going to keep, that's what I think, you know, the media is obviously tries to get you riled up and divide people Mm -hmm. and it creates this sensationalized event. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's just like, that's politics, man. That's politicians. That's how they are. It's like, it's like one who you hate for a few years and then one who they hate for a few years and then another one. And then maybe if you're lucky, you get twice in a row, the one that you like, you know, it's like there are, there are more impactful ways that we can contribute to the political infrastructure than the way that we think we are by just voting or talking about the way that we do. Like, I just, I'm going to keep on keeping on, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to slow me down, stop me, Trump or Hillary, whoever gives a fuck, you know, it's, it it has, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's I'm just not like gonna it's get. Gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be Hillary, just, though, right? Yeah, I'm just not gonna let it ruin my whole fucking next four years just because I'm just like, oh, but damn Trump in office, you know what I mean? It's just like whatever. They, my, that motherfucker can't touch you. They make you think he can, but he can't. The other, the other, <laughs> the people that he works for, they can touch you, but don't worry about Trump. I, I mean, the thing is, if Trump does, he's gonna have to go through a lot of shit. Like yeah. he's gonna have to go through the house and all this other shit before any like like the, he's he, not gonna be able to build a wall. That shit's not gonna happen. Yeah, right. That's like, what I'm all about this fucking dumb promises like won't happen. It's just like there probably will be some shitty things for certain people that will happen. They're gonna because, sit like, him. For gonna... us, we all have very nice jobs. We're not gonna lose those anytime soon. You know, like our lives will continue to go on. But there are some instances yeah. like for people who need certain health care benefits that Obamacare has given to certain people, they could lose those. So yes, it is going to affect certain people. But but I'm with Stefan. As long as we treat each other well and help each other out, especially with our friends and family and even people we might not know if we have the extra money to help someone out, then we should do it because we're the only people. We're going to change this country more so than Donald Trump will. It's a community where you start to change the world. Yeah, I mean, if we want to change, if we don't really want, like, if Donald Trump gets elected president, if we want him out of the White House, all we have to do as a people in America is rise up and go, fuck you, get the fuck out of the office right now. They're going to sit Trump in that same room that they would sit Hillary in, that they sat Barack in and Clinton, and they're going to flick the lights off and turn on the Zapruder film. Right after that thing's done, they're going to be, they're going to be like, all right, sign the fucking paper, or what do you want to do here? Motherfucker's already gonna have his own pen out. <laughs> Tell me what I need to do. What do you need to hear fly out of my mouth? <laughs> but I think it's gonna be Hillary. It's looking I mean, like that. She, it's, it's that's what. I, yeah, it's. I mean, conspiracy theories aside, it's she's she's the politician. She's the one. Like everybody in the actual industry, if you will, is backing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Trump has a lot of like number power right now but that's just because people are so easily swayed like the people who are putting together the events i'm i'm doing air quotes right now you know the people who are fucking you know getting the caterers to show up and picking out the punch those motherfuckers are deciding what happens in this country and it's a lot of them it's not just these one these figurehead people you know that's what we think i don't know i i I won't get into it but it's nothing to be afraid of. It's just, it's just, it's just par for the course. We'll see, man. Oh, mm-hmm. God. 
This is, the most, like, this is the most political conversation I think we've had on here. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I got, I'm like chain smoking cigarettes over here and it's like <laughs> under a hot lamp. <laughs> anyway, that was we, we haven't been in this political sport. since Jeremy was mm-hmm. on, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is coming up. It's huge. Yeah. So fucking go Cubs. <laughs> you see Wait, Bill Murray crying? Oh, mm-hmm. dude. Craziness. Is that he man, from Chicago? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was at Second City. Okay, yeah. yeah. That man probably is like the most, what would you say, like his life? Like what? He's just like has the best life probably. Yeah, you I know, mean, in, in his lifetime, about, like, he, sorry, in his life, in his lifetime, he gets to see the Cubs win the World Series. He's one of the greatest actors of our time. One of the funniest people in the world. Like he's just weird. Everybody loves him. Anywhere he goes, people just show him love, and he's just like, you know, just to see him like cr- like cry and like Cubs win and shit like that. I was like, damn, dude, Bill Murray is literally the happiest person on the planet right now yeah and we've all been privy to it man fucking go well, murray his whole attitude to his career is such a you know just like well, okay i'll do it whatever <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah. there's a fun the there's like a story about how like he didn't have a home phone but he would answer like this one like he'd answer at a pay phone like he would like have an answering machine and then he'd go to a pay phone and call like a director or whatever, like this back is, in the day. This is a Bill famous Murray. thing about Bill Murray. Bill Murray yeah. has only voicemail, and Bill Murray does not have an agent. Yeah. You yeah. get his you get his number somehow, and then you call, and you leave him a voicemail. He doesn't even have. He might have email, but I don't think he uses it that much. No, like he's he's just you know that's how he is. <laughs> Dear Murray. We got Bill Murray on this motherfucker. I'm sure oh, you get all the down with that like 15 minute <laughs> conversation about yeah. the most random shit. Hell, we yeah. got fucking Corolla on here, so he has to <laughs> he has to somehow stumble upon our podcast or like, you yeah. know, like one day he's yeah. one of our live listeners and he pops in one day and <laughs> That would be tight. That'd be great. We're just like sitting here and he's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Wait, how the fuck did you get in here? I'm Bill Murray. Yeah. I do what I do. Oh, shit. All right. No one will believe you, and then he leaves. It's like, oh, this is recorded <laughs> yeah. online. No one will believe you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Bill Murray impersonation. <laughs> he wasn't that good. <laughs> That's the worst Bill Murray I've ever heard. What else is on the agenda? Did you guys want to talk about uh, Lego movie trailer or Wonder Woman trailer? Or we'll skip, skip those, or okay, we got trailer, trailer talk, trailer talk. Yeah, yeah I'll talk. I, I didn't watch the Lego Batman one because I don't care. Yeah. Oh, nice. man. I didn't get around to seeing it yet, but yeah, I saw the Wonder Woman one. What do you think about that, James? I'm definitely optimistic uh, still about the film. So yeah, like once see, like, I start you, hearing you... more and more about it, uh, it's looking like I might actually go see a DC film. <laughs> like every. Every it's time these new trailers come out for this for this movie, it's like okay, they're doing it right, I think. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's like so cautiously optimistic about this one at this point. Yeah. I feel like, really good about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just everything looks yeah, good. It looks good. It, uh, I I don't know, like a lot of the action scenes in it look fucking dope. Uh, the dialogue came off be, better. I, I honestly, 
mm. think everyone should go see this movie just because it's a Wonder Woman fucking movie, man. Like, yeah. how long has it been? Like, uh, this is just great. Like, I can't... Women who are fans of this or just women who want to see a fucking badass on the screen as the main character, they're going to go see this fucking movie. And we and men should go see it as well. Because mm-hmm. it's like the first... Like, what? Like, this, this is like a crazy moment in history <laughs> to see a Wonder Woman movie. People, I bet people, women who have been fans of this never thought this shit was ever going to happen. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just on that, as, that, that's why I'll see this movie. I might even see it twice just because of that. But yeah. I do yeah. think it looks like a generally great comic book film. Uh, it does, I, yeah. Like, I know a little bit about Wonder Woman. I'm not, like, a huge fan. Uh, but I really, I thought she was probably one of the best parts of Batman versus Superman. She literally said nothing <laughs> throughout the entire <laughs> yeah. fucking film. Yeah, right. But she was, like, my, like, one moment I was like, man, that Wonder Woman movie might be cool. And then, like, watching the teaser, I was like, all right, I'm in. And then watching this, I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. And then you got Chris Pine in there. Oh, all right. I'll go see this. <laughs> you know, uh, I, just think it, I, I just think it looks like a lot of fun. It's, I, I feel like it's, like, maybe, I feel like this film is going to be what I kind of wanted from Captain America 1. Like, I, uh, because I hope, of period piece deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not like going to be, like, I hope there's not a lot of weird, like, um, God damn it! Like you know the Howling Commandos thing, just like it seems like it's going to be a full fleshed out story. Like from you know, I don't know. It just uh, it just looks cool. It looks like more artsy than like uh, I guess uh, other comic book films. That so, shot yeah. of the Amazons going to fight the soldiers on the beach, oh, cool. I thought that was fucking awesome. And like just to mm-hmm. see them like totally destroy like modern soldiers. Yeah. With mm-hmm. like these kind of like Roman Greek techniques, like that's gonna be incredible, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I love wait the to stuff see with it, the, uh, Her bracelets, uh, yeah. like all that, like yeah. her dot, like deflecting the bullets and shit. Uh, I was just like, yeah. this is gonna be cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just looked great, man. It looked it looked like a breath of fresh air compared to Suicide Squad and um, Batman versus uh, Superman. Even in trailer, like even that little trailer, I was like. This looks like a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. it looks like DC finally might be getting it. Like with this, because they might not have high hopes, because they're like, oh, you know, like oh, we'll make this movie because we need to, but we're kind of sexist assholes probably, and who cares? Like, let's just let these people make this Wonder Woman movie. It'll probably be shit, but it might end up being the best DC movie because of that, because mm-hmm. they didn't have any hands in it, and they're just kind of like, we don't know anything about Wonder Woman. <laughs> but we know we can say stuff about Batman and Suicide Squad. I don't know. I just was like, mm-hmm. I, I want it to be really good. I think they're like these DC properties are great, and there's like a lot of great potential potential for like Wonder Woman to be the movie that you're like, well, fuck, didn't see that coming. That movie was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Jeff Johns will turn the tide for DC. Yeah, because this is the first one he's really had his hands in. So uh, I, we can only uh-huh. hope. I was also reading that there that Ares might be the villain, but he is like taken on the disguise of a war uh, general. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that'll be fucking cool if they tie in some mythology shit. Like that'll just be a lot of fun. Did like, you see the the thing I posted on Reddit or that I took from Reddit? Uh, yeah, I think that's maybe where I read it at. Okay, yeah. So, so. just for the listener, the I thought this was really cool. Fans are speculating that she thinks that. Ares behind World War One, 
and turns out that he isn't and the humans are just doing this on her own on their own so it really affects how she looks at the world of man and all that jazz as well so we'll see we'll see what happens that'll be cool that cliff chang run on uh i forget brian azarello i think wrote the it was a wonder woman called like it was like blood guts something um, yeah but uh that was all like myth- heavily mythology tied in, and that was really fucking cool. I've read I've read only one Wonder Woman. It's the Heiketia. It's like one of these famous uh, like. If you look up best Wonder Woman runs, this is like one of the top ones. It has this like painting of Wonder Woman's boot on uh, Batman's face. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's pretty cool in- imagery, but. Uh, the history of Wonder Woman is really cool too, where like it's they didn't like attack on feminism to the character after the fact. Like this character was conceived in the middle of like the suffragette movement, I think. Like early yeah. feminism. I don't look. I, I don't know everything about it, but I don't know what fi- wave of feminism it was. But it, you know, it was one of the early American ones, and uh, like the guy that said that created it, William Marston, he turns to his wife. And he says, I'm going to create a superhero. And then his, this is a legendary story, but his wife supposedly said, that's great. You better make her a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, right. the guy, the guy was a famous polyamorous, poly, in a polyamorous relationship. He was a college professor. Right. His, his wife was. And one of their students uh, was their, you know, lover. So, Apparently he died too. He died, and then both the women uh, raised their children until they died or whatever. Whoa! And there's going to be a movie a, a, by Sony, I think, of this creator. Like they've already hmm. cast it. They're doing the polyamory story and everything. So cool. Even that, like, dude, Sony's got a Wonder Woman movie in a sense. Like it's gonna be like the Hollywood land of Wonder Woman. But yeah. it's it's gonna you know it's something to look forward to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That looked pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, I I like the Lego Batman, so I I think it's cool. It looks like toys like talking and moving around, and it's it's oh, fun shit. and it's funny and I don't know. You guys hate it, but you, wait. I enjoyed the Lego Movie. I yeah. just haven't seen the trailer yet. Oh, okay. It looks that's the comedy, and it just looks so hokey, man. It just looks so cornball. <laughs> I'm, not in, I'm not into that shit, man. Oh, gee whiz! <laughs> it's really hard for me to it's get into. It's just so like, like ham-fisted yeah. suburbanite bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it's really hard for me to get into like the Lego, and then some kind of yeah. like and I don't like Lego Legos. Batman, Lego <laughs> Jurassic World. Because, like, anytime I play those games or watch something, I was like, man, this would be cooler if it was just a fucking Batman movie. Yeah, totally. I don't like the minifigs. I like Legos. I don't like the little minifigs. I've never, not that I hate them. They're kind of cool, but, like, I never just really got into that, especially the games, you know, like, moving around as those characters. I'm like, the mobility of this design is horrible. (laughs) You know? Like, weren't there, like, Batman Lego sets? There were Batman Lego sets when we were kids, right? So I think that, I don't know, like, it being, it's Batman, first of all. And we did, I did personally grow up with Batman Lego sets. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be, I'm I'm into it. I I, I like the Lego Mm -hmm. movie, too. So, and Will Arnett, 
yeah. is uh, is a good choice, I think. I don't know if I like Will Arnett. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm just been thinking about it. I don't know. Just I'm, not I, the movie I liked for him you. As, I liked him as Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I like that Stefan's been thinking about Will Arnett. Just I have well just, since the last two you know Ninja Turtle movies. I'm like this guy, like he's he's not that funny. <laughs> he's, he's like he also uh, fucked up with Amy Poehler. So like what's he's up just with kind that? of annoying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just kind of obnoxious, and I I bet he's I don't know. He seems like a nice enough guy. I'm not into the Lego Batman movies. <laughs> All right. Fuck this shit. I mean, if well, Andrew says it's the best film he's seen ever, I might go see it. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah, but I'll probably, probably be like, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I, I mean, it's something I'll probably catch like at Redbox or something. Just I'll be like, all right, I'll watch this. But yeah. it's definitely not like for me to run out. Like I just, it's just out of everything that like, I, like the arrival is probably like the next movie I can't fucking wait to see. Yeah, um, that looks incredible. You know, like that's like that's my shit right there. Like I need aliens. I need. Plus that director's yeah. fucking dope as shit. So if, if I walked I've loved in on everything it, I've seen him do, so if I walked in a room and a younger family member or something was like watching it, or the family was all watching that, I might check it out. But that's like I if I was a dad, I my kid was like, "Dad, let's go see Lego Batman." I'd be like, "All right." I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to pay for it, and uh, and I'll probably talk through the whole thing. <laughs> well all right my, my son will go dad let's go see lego batman I'm like no we're gonna go watch the arrival my yeah. son will be like this is the most By boring the way, shit ever dad's like shut your mouth if i can just say one thing about the arrival that movie looks dope a lot of stuff i read about it looks dope i'm definitely gonna go see it but stupid man they're horrible why no, are they here it's just like what oh is no the, the ads are fucking fucking terrible dude it bugs me why are they here i'm like <sighs> the movie's probably so smart and they have to like they, oh, yeah. they, they, you... they, they fucked up dumbing it down. Like, how do you fuck up dumbing it down? They just dumbed it down too dumb. Why are they here? I don't. I, don't I guess. Up. Why are they here? It's like. What? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The sorry. thing I read about, like, the language that they created for that movie, like, the way yeah. that they learn it in the fucking movie is the That's way that great. they, like, made it. Yeah. So, like, the, like That's everything great. they the... learn is teaching you how to read this language, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, what? The screenwriter oh, figured great. it out. Yeah, it's it, that movie sounds amazing. I'm just saying, just to point out, like I, I'm sure everybody already knows. Oh, the post, the this, fucking those... poster art's fucking terrible. It's just like, cause it, like this, like <laughs> why it, are they here? Well, cause it looks like it, it looks. I don't if know. you look at that in the Sicario poster, they're very <laughs> yeah. similar. Yeah. Like the layout, yeah, the characters' I'm faces, that, and yeah, it's just that. like, oh, this is the guy's last big movie. So it's just three floating heads and a giant fucking floating turd. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they here to shit on us? I guess to shit on my face, to shit on our heads. That's why they're here. You, you do I get a free ticket if I guess Stephens. why they're there? <laughs> why are what do they know? I don't know. You wrote the movie. <laughs> I hope when this movie comes out, and we all talk about it. Stefan goes. Man, I thought there was going to be a lot more poo in this movie. <laughs> those those ads were essential to the experience. <laughs> Dude, the ads are fucking terrible. Like I've been so watching terrible. Misfits on. I felt Hulu bad for good movies and, and shit fucking... ads, man. Dude, they've ruined. Like I think that's why people don't like Crimson Peak or as yeah. much because they build it as this like really cool horror movie, and it's like I think it's a fucking incredible film, 
Mm-hmm. But it is like it is in the sense of like America, uh, Americans seeing horror films. This is not the movie that they were expecting. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't know who's seen it here, but I have yeah, seen it. Would want to. Yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I love Crimson <laughs> Peak. I think it's great. It's probably one of my favorite Del Toro movies. Like it's up there with like Devil's Backbone, Pan's Labyrinth. Cool. And I know a lot of people were just like, oh, I don't know, I didn't like it. And I was like, well, it's definitely not what the trailer made it out to be. Or any of the ads, so yeah. I feel like their rival is also falling into that, uh, yeah, that kind of trap. But it's like, how else do you build this movie to like the layman, you know? Like, yeah, you true. Know? It's, it's like it's they have to make it as it like <laughs> they have people to make are gonna it like go it's an Independence expect- Day movie, you know? Yeah, people are gonna go and expecting fucking Call of Duty characters fucking fly out of that giant turd. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not to uh, say that the movie or that the thing is actually a giant turd. I think it's going to be great. But why are they here? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. They're, I didn't they want our, the movie. They want our guns. They want to take away our guns. That's why they're here. They want my daughter to get an abortion. Were there any other trailers that came out? <laughs> oh, shit. Did you guys watch the trailer for Life? Yeah, Man, I saw that trailer in front of uh, Doctor Just, Strange, and I felt yeah, like here. it was just a bad trailer, man. Yeah, like, it looks just as whack dude, as Passengers. It was. Not, it looked I, awful, but the thing is, I, I felt like I should be liking this. Dude, I like this genre. They and sold what's me going a sci-fi on? horror. <laughs> and it looks like it's going to be the thing in space. Dude, That's it's going to be, it's like, it's, it's going to be cool, man. It's going to be fucking great. <laughs> Look, I don't uh, know. I think like, the trailer the, the, was fucking terrible. But like, based on the trailer, it was just awful. I'm not saying the movie's gonna be terrible. Yeah. I think I do think that that trailer editor was terrible, though. Fire that guy. Yeah. Like, I'm they, sorry. That was just so bad. They made it seem like it was gonna be like Gravity. Mm-hmm. Like the way everything was shot and showed you everything, it's like, oh, this is gonna be like that Gravity movie. And then it's like they show you that little bit of like the creature bite, uh, bite his uh, finger, and I was like, oh shit, this could be the thing. In space. It's gonna be dead space, but I get Jake Gyllenhaal. It looks like some bootleg. What's uh, <laughs> the alien guy's name? I'm blanking. What alien? Ridley Scott. <laughs> Dude, I will take bootleg uh, Ridley Scott over Ridley Scott's fucking Prometheus any day. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Right. Yeah. It just. It, it looked underwhelming. It looks like. I, I think it looks cool. I, I definitely think I it's a fucking shitty ass trailer. I could just think. The only thing I could think was, why do I not like this? Like yeah. this is failing on so many levels. Uh, I can't the believe the setup. The setup is your. It's the same setup with every movie. I feel like you could go in the video store and pick any cover that looked like this kind of movie, and it's exactly that kind of movie. Yeah. When's the last time we got a cool movie like that? Like anything like that? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like a lot. The setups and stuff is kind of played out. I would probably agree with you if we got sci-fi horror all the time, (laughs) but we don't. So uh, after, because I thought it was just going to be like people like, I feel like what's happening now is a lot of like sci-fi space stuff is like, what if people were on a spaceship and then everything turned off? What would happen? And I was like, oh, God damn it. I don't want to watch a a movie movie about like people just like going through dramatic emotions about how like they're stuck up there and someone gets claustrophobic or they go crazy. I was like, I don't want to see this movie. And then they showed that life form. And I was like, all right, creatures. Fuck yeah, let's do this. 
Yeah, I guess so. But you guys sense. know me. I love me some crackers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could totally see that. I mean, like, I might end up seeing it, but I want to see another trailer edited by oh, another yeah. guy. Like, it just, uh It was like the only bad trailer in front of Doctor Strange, as far as I remember. I uh, didn't get had... any trailers in front of Doctor Strange. It just, that shit just started. Uh, really? We had Logan and Guardians 2 and Wonder Woman and Life. Fuck, man. Maybe some others. Life and the title. What is the title? The title is yeah. so Oh, the title's fucking lame. Awful. It, might just, it might as well, like, the whole thing to me just reads as movie. Like, uh, you come movie. That's what it just, It's just got to be a movie. I'm just going to get jerked off in there anyway. It's just got to be a movie. Oh, we saw that Great Wall Matt Damon movie, too. That trailer. Oh, Don't even so get me started on. No, I'm that just looks like... All right, like I should like it yeah. more because I like Matt Damon, like Asian cultures, not China as much as Japan, but I, you know I can dig it. But it, like I'm not like, I'm not probably not gonna see that in the theater, man. Something These, something's not resonating with me with that one. It just feels like big movies that aren't Disney or whatever like are just not good, you know. Like if they're competing with these huge powerhouses. Uh, and all these like sci-fi action movies and stuff that come out just are not like interesting to me anyway i think they might be just sucking up all the like best writers you know like hey Maybe. you could you could be writing this movie or you could be writing episode seven of iron fist and i'll pay you more you know like and it makes their episode seven of iron fist better than any full movie out there you know yeah, it's all money, man. It's got to be all There's money. There's just a lot. There's just yeah, a and I mean, these shitty titles shit and stuff is like, it's some exact going man. like, oh well, this was a really cool title, but no one's gonna see it. Well, let's call it Life. That's like, God damn it. You know what I think yeah, too? Life. I think of that stupid Eddie Murphy movie where he was in prison. That yeah. was just a sad yeah. ass yeah. film where they never get out. Spoilers, but who gives a fuck? Well, they never get out of prison <laughs> in that movie. It's Shawshank without any hope. It's terrible. Eddie, yeah, like, Eddie anyway, went through like some terrible ass movies. God, it was awful. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like The Arrival so, is also the name of a Charlie Sheen sci-fi movie about yeah, aliens. I, yeah. Oh, dude, so that was I the only thing I could think of when that, I to this day I remember when those knees pop back and go in reverse oh, in, the first, in that Arrival. I was oh, like, dude. oh my fucking god, I lost my mind. <laughs> that was a pretty cool little sci-fi movie. If I remember correctly, I, I remember it loving it. Years. I remember thinking it was it was great. Didn't you have that in a double pack or something? Didn't you own that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Probably Joey had that shit, man. I don't. Yeah, I remember liking. It. I don't think I bought it. I just remember Someone not expecting that. I remember not expecting like oh knees popping backward. Like something was kind of like disconcerting about that. Oh yeah, that shit ain't natural. Don't do that. Don't I mean that hurts. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually have not seen the arrival, the new one, the new trailer yet. I'm going to do that soon because I know that's up my alley. Yeah, sci-fi oh, movie. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Just reading the article about the language and everything that got me really interested in it. I saw your post it's, about it's that. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be cool. If you're into Dude, that kind of thing. I, I, I love every movie I've seen by that guy. I've and I love Amy Adams. Up, Don't get me wrong. Is up there and some of my top films right i'm in it for amy adam of course you are 
I don't give a fuck what happens. Jeremy! Yeah, Jeremy's not, uh, not around. Jeremy Renner's in that movie? Oh, Jeremy Renner. Oh, Jeremy okay. Renner. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I wish Bowders was here. Jeremy's I wish dead. Was here. All the time. <laughs> he said he's going to go into hiding if Trump's elected. <laughs> I'm going to go bowling. Uh, can, can we, uh, can we uh, get him on for his thoughts and feels before he goes? Oh, yeah, man. La- we, we need to do Will that. Last Testament to You American Dogs by Jeremy Bowditch. Listen, oh, what was it? What do you want to call it? Listen to me, you devils. Yeah, or teach, teach. It was teach, teach them devils or something. Teach. Yeah, teach them devils or something like that. Yeah, teach them devils or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. It's brilliant. This was funny. listening to right now is Above the Water by Chemist. And Maddie's music. So, why did you choose this one, Stefan? Um, I chose it just because I I guess I've been kind of familiar with them, and there's there's like a, a few like kind of famous bands out of Denver, and there's like a really good metal scene here in Denver. So, I just kind of wanted to represent and and as soon as I heard that first track, I was just like, oh my god, I want, I would love to know what the Superhouse is, this album, because I think it has a lot of elements of stuff we all would like, but it definitely has its own kind of flavor throughout, and um, uh, I just really like the album, and I wanted to hear what you guys had to say about it, because I think it ripped. Take it away, Maddie. All right, Stefan, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I, I, there are moments I enjoy. I really like when the, the like the black metal screams come in. Uh huh. I just don't like the vocals that much. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, it I just sounds you. too much like Paul Bear, and I think Paul Bear does it better. Yeah, I feel you. That album cover though is dope. Um, yeah, that, that I think Sam, a lot of the, oh, Sorry, if ahead. I can just plug the artist is Sam Turner. He's also a Denver native, and this dude, he has a bunch of art out here. Um, there's a bar called true brewing company or brewing company and they're kind of a heavy metal brewing place and this dude sam turner he does all their art too they have like really cool like frank frazetta comic book style fantasy um mixed with like satanic imagery and heavy metal and it's just like some fresh shit sorry go ahead maddie no um yeah i mean i like it i just don't love it um Mm -hmm. but i mean i like there's a lot of things i like about it I just, I think doom metal for me is just like, I look at the track length and I go, oh my god, I've listened to two <laughs> songs by now, and I've also not really been into it. Like, I think if uh-huh. I was like riding the wave of like Paul Bear and this kind of music, I'd probably be more into it. But uh-huh. like, I've been listening to like uh, Dillinger Escape Plan and then like American Football, which is a super yeah, emo band. Slows so, it down. Uh- 
Yeah, and and like kind of like where Andrew's like, oh, you know, <laughs> Andrew's always like, oh, Dillinger Escape Plan, they're all over the place. Yeah. You know, like I just want someone to jam on something, or you know, like, um, but I need that chaos sometimes, and like, yeah. uh, I, I love it. it. I need multiple things going on, like lyrically or like with a voice or something, and just uh, I don't know. It's just what I'm into right now. Yeah. I, honestly, I think this is probably one of those bands that like years will pass, and then you'll be like, oh, Chemist has a new record coming out. Check it out. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'll go back and listen to everything else and go, man, what the fuck was wrong with me? It's so <laughs> fucking good. No, but just I... like right, right now, it's like. It's like I, I I liked it. I'm not saying it's if you're into that kind of doom sludgy, Paul Bear uh, stuff, you're gonna fucking dig the fuck out of this record. It's just like not where I am. I just want chaos or like sad emo music now in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, I feel pretty much as pretty much the same as you. I didn't didn't hate it, didn't love it. The whole doom metal genre is not really my thing anyway, but. Um... Yeah, I wish I get. I kind of wish I could say more, but I just thought, yeah, it was it was okay. It was all right. Didn't find any tracks that really stood out, you know. I thought Candlelight was dope. All right. All Second right. track, I think, is really good. That's when the kind of more deep, like uh, black metal vocals come in, and I really dug that shit. I thought it was like what it needed. I just like the main vocalist. I thought was like, I don't know, man. It's just like I've heard it. I've heard yeah. Paul Bear do this, yeah. and they do it so well. And I'm not saying that other bands can't do it or emulate that sound, because I mean. Yeah, by all means, do it. I'm sure other bands have done it before Paul Bear and everything else. And, you know, it's all kind of inspired by, like, Sabbath yeah. and, like, all this other stuff. It's just, you know, I just, I don't think, like, I, Steph and I have talked about this to length on, like, camera noise and stuff. And probably will on legit shit when that gets up. Um, oh. Just, um, I, I feel like music's a time and a place. And if you're not at, if you're not in the right place to listen to an album that's given to you, you, yeah, I, I feel like you have to go back and give it another shot because that I, is also I I agree with that too. Yeah, and I, I just don't think I'm there yet. Like whereas you know like like I can also be like jamming on a record for like a week or two and they're like oh yeah we're gonna listen to this for Maddie's music and they're like Maddie like introduce it and I'm like I'm kind of over it now <laughs> you know so like <laughs> yeah. my music tastes change so frequently it's really hard for me like to like wait a week on something because there's so much to listen to and my like musical taste and just like. Uh, I, I think Steph and I are very much people who like seek out uh, music and just try to find the next best thing or, you mm -hmm. know, like just something different or something that is like another band is playing with at a show or, you know, like, oh, what do they sound like? Why are they on this tour? Or, like, oh, Spotify recommended or Apple Music recommended. Like, maybe I'd like this band. And then that can lead you in a fucking downward spiral into who knows where the fuck you're going to end up listening to whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, man, I just think like I, I – this band is they're they're good they're talented i feel like they're gonna have a very lengthy career with what they do um and you know it's something i definitely want to revisit because i think they're going to be around long enough where i'm going to listen to them and go damn it i should have gotten into the sooner yeah their, their first album um when i first heard their first album i think um they yeah. i at first i was like oh this is just like paul bear knockoff but i really I only I've listened to it a couple of times. I still don't really love that one. Um, but then when I heard this one, it was like it part part of it is them like owning up to the the sound that is being replicated like pretty readily lately. Um, yeah. What is crinkling? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll, uh, yeah. Stop that. <laughs> Getting some cheese. Getting some cheese, man. <laughs> Listen, uh, Andrew, we're trying to have a deep discussion about metal music over here. I'm, fuck, I'm fucking up over here. I'm fucking up. <laughs> so, but, uh, but it, it's funny that, that like... Stefan had to say that out loud. Yeah, I know. I'm usually the, the one that gets uh, that checks Stefan on that shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> And like this set the, from like note one of this just like the intensity the attitude of this album they uh they still are doing the same kind of sound but they've refined even their sound close to that community that they come from and knowing like i know a couple bands that they know i don't know them but um because like denver's metal scene here like Dem- like with everything else in denver since there's just been this huge boom of people lately is like there's a lot of confused identity. <laughs> and so I feel like chemists on to that Paul Bear identity. But in this album, I'm starting to hear them do their own thing. Um, and in the first album, they, they do their own thing, but it was, you know, it was easier to write them off in the first album, like just like replicating that yeah. at first. But um, I feel like they really, they really focused on like their orchestration and just made like a really it's like a really prog rocky kind of um, so much, but it's a really, it's like a big journey. The whole thing, like it's, it's got its uh, like peaks and valleys for me. I really, I really enjoyed it. My favorite track is Candlelight. Um, and it's cool to hear. I like, I could just hear where they're maturing from just kind of hearing them a few times around town and, and also just the guitarist in this band. It is, it is, it's kind of like harmonic porn. It's kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like that that choice, like, you know, to me, it's like the Stranger Things, not to compare, but it's like a Stranger Things of a modern metal albums. It's just like it replicates the things that you want. The member berry is so good, so well, <laughs> you know, in metal, I just like right out the gate. I was like, oh, shit, I could probably sleep to this comfortably, eat breakfast to this work, like run all day. You know, it's like it was just like a note for note, pitch perfect harmonic porn. <laughs> yeah. and i ate up every spoonful of it i uh the first song like doesn't have the like backing like uh growly yeah black metal vocals and i was like god if i have to listen to like four more tracks of this like paul bear offshoot band i don't know and then like yeah. when i was I, listening to candlelight I, I was like oh i really like the song i like the song structure and then those vocals yeah. came and i was like fuck man this is like this would be cool i'm like not here musically right now it takes some getting used I, to that the guy's I, I voice for sure I, I like his voice and I actually like his lyrics what what bits I can like what imagery I can make out yeah um but uh but I like I totally know what you mean and at first that was one thing I was gonna say is that I, his his singing style kind of caught me off guard seeing them live though they sound a little different yeah. I, mean, I like what they got but seeing them live is like they're the they're just like a nice sonic powerhouse like it's like they're like a nice glass of metal craft brew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I could, they're just uh, they're just well put together, and you know it gets me there. Yeah, but I, I agree definitely with you see too. like uh, uh, I would I mean I would see them live just to like because I feel like watching bands live and listening to their albums is two totally different experiences. So if they came close, I would definitely like. It's not like I'm like I'm done with them. This is. This is dumb music. This is stupid. I hate it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think they're good. I think, they're, <laughs> I think people who listen to this podcast, if you're 
if you're into that kind of Paul Bear thing and you've listened to every Paul Bear album a million times and need something a little different. I mean, they definitely they sound similar, but they're not the same band. They definitely have different things going on. And yeah. It, it's someone I'm going to keep like most of the time when Stefan tells me to listen to something, I might not like it at first or agree with it or be there, mm-hmm. but it's always like, I feel like whenever we both like, are like, Hey, listen to this. You're like, all yeah. right, I'll get to yeah. it. And then it'll be like months later. We're like, dude, that shit was fucking tight. And I was like, I told you about that two months ago. Do you not love me? Why don't you listen to this? Why don't you, <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's like, I mean, that's just, I feel like that's the way it is with most music for most people you know like you're listening yeah. to what you listen to and when someone goes listen to this you go mm, that's stupid i hate it you're dumb i didn't mean wait, any wait. of those things i'm so sorry yeah <laughs> what'd you guys think of it andrew or or james is gone what'd you think of it andrew i mean i pretty much like echo what what maddie was saying like i didn't you know i didn't love it didn't hate it just thought mm-hmm. it was it was okay uh I want to listen to that candlelight track that you just mentioned uh, yeah. because I, when I listened to it, I've only listened to it once, but the, I didn't really like hear anything stand out. Like I, I remember I did like the guitarist. Yeah. Like it seemed like he was yeah. kind of like a standout member. I haven't kinda, listened to Paul Bearer that much. Yeah. Like a whole lot. I need, I feel like I need to go back and listen to them because of they're like the, one of the yeah. highest rated metal bands around right now. Yeah. But yeah, their last album, Foundations of Burden, was probably my favorite album of 2015. Yeah, that album's fucking dope. Yeah, that was on top of the list. Like at the end of every year, I check for like the top metal albums of that year. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I'll do it like mid-year too. And like I yeah. remember it was it was Paul Bear like on most yeah. lists last year. So yeah. uh, I can't really make that comparison with Chemist, yeah. but. Um, uh yeah I, it, was, was, it was just okay i don't know i wish i could say more but that's basically all i got i started listening to it right when i sent it to you guys i, was, I started listening to it i was on my way to the tool show so i was like fucking pumped and i was just like i was like stoned as hell listening to this like doomy slip jam lately it's uh in terms of metal i i've always been like more of a death metal even metalcore kind of guy um or anything like that but until recently, I've really started to find this like taste in uh, stoner metal, doom, and funeral and stuff like that. So it's weird, dude. Like when you when you say you like, recommendation. You, like like Maddie was saying, you get in a mood for a certain album. Like there is like an exact mood I get in where I want to listen to Sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah. Holy Mountain. Uh, yeah. Like and then. I, I will get out of that mood and I like, I don't want to listen to that for like another month or so, but then I get in that like exact mood and that album is just like, it hits that exact spot, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm, I'm nine times out of 10. I'm listening to some kind of metal (laughs) and it's like, that's just getting, Oh, I get, I get in moods where, well, the other night I was, I was listening to movie soundtrack. That's I not mean, metal. yeah, yeah. I have my, I have my, my different moods. But generally, man, I listen to metal. I listen to Black Queen and uh, Riley Ritchie. Oh, though, yeah. Thanks to Maddie. Yeah. Would yeah. not have known about oh, that at yeah. all. By the way, Andrew, uh, yeah. the Black Queen is playing a show in L.A. Oh yeah. I the venue. I posted it on uh, Superhouse uh, Facebook, but they are playing a show. You should totally try to go see that. That I think it'd will be probably great. be amazing. 
it's probably not gonna be too super expensive since they're like just released their first album. Right. So I doubt it's gonna be like another like ninety hundred dollar fucking ghost death oh, show. Oh man, yeah, tell but, me about uh, it. But you should definitely go, man. That would be great and film some of that shit. That would be a lot of like I'm actually really jealous. You can see them. They're like playing a show in L.A., San Francisco, then New York, and that's like it so far. So. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. It's I'll not definitely... till December thirtieth, so. Oh. You have okay. some time to like plan and see if you. Yeah, I, 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 I actually will be in Atlanta. Too. I will be in Atlanta at that time. God damn it! Yeah, my whole <laughs> my my Christmas trip, man. God, no, that's all right. I just thought you know you're there. You should yeah. see them. It's great. I know. Yeah, I know. I dude, I'm actually making a Maddie's music top list. We've we've oh, been sorry. going at this for a while now, so I'm putting together like my top tracks that you've introduced me to. It's oh, pretty cool. much what you'd expect, but uh, I'll probably post that tomorrow too. Cool. Um, Cool. I have another band for you, Andrew. If you like uh, that Black Queen stuff, they're a little different, little like a little more shoegaze elements. Yeah. The band's called Health, and the name of their album's called Death Magic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it's fucking really. It's just good, man. <laughs> I think you'll. Great I think you'll album. dig it. I, I've listened to it like three or four times now. It's really good. Health right. rules. My toss-up for Maddie's music is either that or uh, American Football LP2. American football's really good f- as well. Oh, they're so fucking emo. And they're so yeah. sad. Their lives are so hard, and I fucking love it. It's- so maybe we'll we'll confirm what we do with that on Superhouse Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I've actually sorry, Maddie. I've been slacking on posting that shit on Instagram. The Maddie's music. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, like I totally for like uh, like Superhouse like got kicked off my like Instagram for some reason. So uh-huh. I haven't got. I have to get all that stuff back on there. I've been bad about it. But I, I do like that we've added the music to start playing during, because uh, I think that adds a little, little yeah. nice touch to it. Yeah, it worked. It worked out really well. I, don't, I think I did that in like one episode, one or two episodes early on, and then just kind of got out of it. I think I was worried about rights and shit, but like it seems like we're only playing like thirty seconds of a song anyway. So yeah. I mean, Whatever. yeah, we're not making any money off of it. <laughs> I mean, you're just putting this shit up there for free. It's nice having something right. in the background. When yeah. we first when it was initially, I put music to every fucking second of the podcast, man. I ran out of music quick. Dude, some podcasts do have like tracks like playing low. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's uh, like, how do how do you guys do that? Like, that's a long you know, ass I, track, man. I'd like to get. Uh, uh, like a Ableton live sequencer or whatever, and as it's going, just like just ever so subtly, you know, change the tone, stuff like that. Background kind of like live mix. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't know much about sound <laughs> equipment, but I trust you. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. I, I I'll figure something out because it could be cool to like because you don't have to like have recorded music. You can just like cut. Kind of, of create atmospheres in the background using like basically live buttons in Ableton and you can you can create sound patches that'll move in and out it's pretty cool like you can do some drum and bass I, I, like I'll, a, I'll put some of the together yeah I don't, I'm not really <laughs> sure what it is but I, I'll I'll look at the link you, you send okay cool we're gonna talk about video games into movies oh yeah 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 all right, we've been trying like to do this, this topic for a while now, and yeah, I like this. Um, so the topic for this one was, what 
video game franchise would you want to be turned to a movie or TV series? And how, like, I'm going to actually add this. How would you do it? Um, oh, shit. Who would you cast? Oh, shit. Who would you cast? And would it be, why would you, like, if you choose TV, why TV over a movie? Or why mm -hmm. a movie over TV? Um, mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's it. So, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Dang. Yeah, go ahead, Maddie. Let me go. Maddie, well, Maddie at the ready. Yeah, well, I mean, I was just going to go with the TV because I feel like time and time again we've seen video game films fail. Like, just, you know, there are a couple of good ones out there that kind of, like, hit hit the notes, but, like, Resident Evil never really did it for me. You know, I also, I want to choose Resident Evil just because I'm such a fan, but I feel like it'd be so... Uh, the Walking Dead is like its own thing, and I just like want to get away from zombies right now. <laughs> but what I would like to do is, I think, even though I'm not a huge, I have not played all the Dark Souls games. What I would like to do is a television show based in the world of Dark Souls or like Bloodborne, or just like that that whole mythology that they create in their games, and not necessarily be playing like the characters you play in Dark Souls because you're like souls actually that have been awakened and you're having to go on this quest so much but maybe someone who's alive and say a dark souls universe or bloodborne or something like that um i don't know who i'd cast or anything probably like unknowns for the most part um but i think dark souls would be cool it'd be like the love lovecraft meets uh, game of thrones is the way i envision it you know like uh you'd have all this like deep mythology rooted in this world but then you'd have a, like really fucked up creatures and stuff and like Watching like a eight episode series on like Netflix or like Hulu or Amazon or something would be really like no one's done no one's doing that right now you know I just think it'd be really cool to see that universe or something you know something along those lines where it's not necessarily like uh, plot for plot like you know the Dark Souls game or like a Silent Hill game but like setting stuff in that universe come maybe calling it something different but like relating it to the title. Um, but that's what I would do if I like someone gave me a franchise of a game. I wouldn't necessarily be like, "Oh, you're playing like Leon S. Kennedy from, uh, you know, you're this is the character you're following." It's like this is a new person, but during the time of like this game or something. I just think that would be very interesting to do. Because uh, sometimes it happens in movies, and it's kind of cool to watch when that stuff doesn't necessarily tie into the original film or anything. But. I don't know. That's that's what I that's what I've been thinking about for that question is just like how to maybe uh, put uh, put uh, put a new character we haven't met in the video game world into a new uh, universe in a television series, mm -hmm. and you know, and maybe not like a big franchise or anything like something that's kind of like lost its way. Like I feel like Silent Hill's kind of been off the map for a while. Like people know it, you know. That but would I make think a cool TV like show a maybe. television series called like Silent Hills or something. And it could be kind of like Black Mirror-esque where you get certain snippets from the Silent Hill universe. I don't know. Like, something mm -hmm. like that. Just just kind of think outside of the box of, like, what you could do with uh, some of these video game franchises. Because we haven't seen, like... There's not a... T to my knowledge, there's not a TV show based on uh, a video game series yet. So... I feel like no, that's the right next now. move. That's the next move, man. Marvel's done it with comic book characters. It's video games next. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, they had that Mortal. There was a Mortal Kombat live action TV show oh, yeah, for a while right. as well. Oh yeah, that's right. That, they did a lot more of those than I remembered there actually being. I remember going back recently and seeing how many more episodes they did. They really developed like a pretty fully fleshed out episodes that they did. Make. That was popular when it was on. It was, yeah, there was one of the most like, popular syndicated shows. There was like three seasons of it or something, and they just like yeah. I remember looking back. There was like Sector and Cyrax and stuff like that. I was like, holy shit, maybe I need to go back and watch these. It was that I remember not wanting to watch them at a time when they were when there was a lot of like trying to ground things in reality to create these you know very Batman Begins post Batman Begins kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. After, Baraka was just like, you know, he was like a deformed, um, I forget what they call the Harlequin. And, you know, they had this whole, like, you know, realistic science to kind of, like, say why Baraka looked like Baraka or whatever. I think after a while it kind of evolved away from that stuff, but I remember being off put because of that and then later finding out, like, like, oh, shit, they did a ton of shit, like a bunch of Sub-Zero stuff, a bunch of this and that. So that was that was kind of interesting. Dude, um, that fucking sub-zero series man i'd watch the shit out of that <laughs> yeah that'd be kind of cool mortal, yeah. mortal yeah it's hard to say they tried mortal kombat as a tv show a few times but it i don't know it's probably better just suited as a game <laughs> yeah. but uh this story's so weird but, but i think there is something yeah. there but they always choose not always i guess i, I haven't seen the, that latest one uh that came out like when nine or ten came out but they're yeah. Like the in the movie they focused on Sonya Blade, Jax and Liu Kang. Yeah. My some of the least favorite yeah. characters for me, like yeah. Sub-Zero, right. Scorpion, Reptile, the most, the most, those like, dudes. Yeah. Raiden, Shang Tsung, like I need more of these I guys. So I mean, they could play uh, they could play more in the fantasy of it. The Warner Brothers games are great because they really they do some pretty good storytelling with that universe that's been set up. Because the foundation's pretty shaky, I'll admit that. <laughs> you know, it's pretty. Back in the day, they just needed a way to get them all together and sell the game. But oh yeah, just have like a, the, um, the tournament. Like that's just yeah. how you have a, a fighting game storyline. Yeah. That's all it is. But this new Mortal Kombat, you know, it's a pretty good the way that they tell the story and uh, set you up with all the characters and stuff. It's not bad. Um, of it, if it was turned into, a, I would guess like a movie, but. We've already seen him do a lot of it in a show, so I think the people who created that are attached to Mortal Kombat franchise. So well, the past few games have been good too. So it's it, yeah. they've rejuvenated the franchise. So they're they're really good. I love that shit. Yeah, quite good. Um, they're 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 switching that off with Injustice. You know, Injustice one year, Mortal Kombat the next. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't played the Injustice games. Dude. It's it's actually if you like Mortal Kombat, you like that. I mean, it's they're about the same thing, no fatalities, but uh-huh. like you get to see like a badass Wonder Woman for one, like her winning her winning stance. She like bangs her uh sword against her shield, like ding ding, huh! and then like she yeah. she says that and then like two Amazonian warriors like get next to her and like do oh, cool. like do like yeah. a warrior stance and like her Amazonian sisters will like help her in the middle of like certain super moves and shit uh-huh. like it's just a really like if you like dc and of course if you like fighting games like you just got you yeah. gotta fucking check it out yeah. man it's it's definitely I mean, worth your time i love the fighting system in mortal kombat i'm pretty sure i would enjoy it oh it's i always thought it was a little bit clunkier than street fighter but it's definitely the best american fighting game we've ever had 
Probably. And it's 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 stood the test of time too. I mean, there's no other ones that that are being made in America. That's true. There's not a big. Well, I mean, there's a big market for it, but they probably like the more traditional Japanese stuff or. Well, like anything, anything Japanese, it has like almost Yeah. the ex exact same feel to it. Like that all kind of feels like Street Yeah. Fighter Yeah. I'd like to get or. involved making a fighting game. That'd be fun. Coming up with all the characters and the moves and stuff. Oh man. I mean, just <laughs> the, the, like a display of martial arts with characters that have different yeah. backgrounds and like, I mean, Yeah, you get totally. to, you just get, you get this like full, like buffet of characters and you're like, Ooh, Yeah. rep. That's Rep, a, that's a, reptile is like a lizard ninja like <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> it's just it's ooh ah it's that's so what I good like about, so good I, I like about newer fighting games is the character rosters are just getting huge. I love that there's so many different to pick from and it's awesome. as long as they can keep it balanced and Right. interesting Yeah. Right. it's And cool necessary. i mean i don't need like 30 40 characters like one of the tekken games has like 35 characters it's like Yeah. okay but yes but uh um usually pretty good street fighter's been pretty good as well but um anyway so did we have anything else we wanted to cover <laughs> wait Stefan what's your what, what game series would you turn into a TV show Uh. <laughs> oh dude or a video I'm so sorry I got so on the so on the fucking t I haven't even done mine yet <laughs> yeah do you know Stefan go ahead uh damn there's so many I would want to choose from I guess He doesn't have one, guys. He doesn't have one right <laughs> now. moving on <laughs> I, di I didn't have much time to think about it so right now I'm like thinking about it but a few come to mind and I guess I'll just go ahead and say that um, <laughs> I'd like to see like a Metal Gear oh, solid yeah. movie like Oh, just like I... you know like strip down the first game Metal Gear Solid just like strip it down to the storytelling elements Um, and, you know, put an emphasis on the wild characters and, uh, just, just seeing some of the, just, you know, just, one thing that really bugged me about A Tale of Two Snakes, the GameCube release of Metal Gear Solid was that they had, uh, what's his name? Ruihei Kitamura or whatever his name is. Maybe. This Japanese director, they had him come in and like redirect all the, the cutscenes. for the, the GameCube remake of Metal Gear Solid. And they were like super over the top, Matrix-y, like flippies and slow-mo and this, this and that. I would, I, would, I would rather see a Metal Gear thing that's like more stripped down to like the gritty militaristic kind of stuff. Like definitely the sci-fi, uh, definitely like the, you know, the only one who should really be flipping around and being like that, crazy is the ninja from or gray fox from the from the first game um but even then just do it nice like do it really like really you know not like shitty wire work don't do like the shitty like where you could tell they're floating through space hanging there posing you know for two seconds like just get some really nice wire work or some mocap or something but but really keep things simple keep them keep them uh in that cold you know the what would you say like post cold war i don't even know how to describe that but um those locations Oh, we know what you're talking about. That game was our <laughs> life. yeah and just like a good solid snake you know or boom <laughs> no i don't know We can't we can't have it. Kurt Russell is too yeah old, man.
Right. Just, you know, somebody good. Somebody good. A good cast appropriately casts colorfully. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Forrest Whitaker pop up in there, actually. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty good. Keep um, hope alive. And, you know, and just and just do a nice build, not Whatever a slow burn, like an eventful, you know, give us some nice spikes and some twists, but really build to when you unveil the fucking Metal Gear robot shit, all that shit at the end where you gotta fight uh, Liquid Snake, you know, tie it all together. Don't take up too much time with the exposition, like just keep it simple. Let's see some cool bad guys cool characters like a metal Gear solid movie well you said you so said the, the the logan trailer kind of reminds you of like it yeah. that should be kind of like a metal gear vibe and i thought that was that yeah. was pretty good man if we saw a metal gear trailer like that but like yeah. instead of like claws popping out we see some mechs and shit and snakes sneaking around and <laughs> right taking out a dude from behind jason bourne style type well, yeah, of fucking action I, like I, people would I lose their fucking mind box. yeah people you know, would lose that, their fucking mind dude the diamond dogs the lalelulelo and shit like you know i want to you know I, 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 there's a lot of cool martial arts movies there's a lot of cool action movies where the guy knows how to do this or that or he's a great shot or whatever but you don't see a lot of like stealth in movies that much right 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 like it, it, it like at just as much action as you have it would be nice to see like a Things, some choking, hiding people in lockers and stuff like the cunning uh, that that espionage. Um, oh man, totally, totally. And just like keep it fresh. I would say Joe Carnahan to direct. To be honest, Joe Carnahan with like Joe Carnahan with the Chris McQuarrie and Jonathan Nolan combined script. <laughs> Damn. All right, all right. I'm sold. When's this movie Fuck. coming out? Fuck. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully soon. Written Metal by Gear. Stephen Santa Cruz and Jonathan Jonathan Nolan. But yeah, I but I love this question. The only reason I was so stumped is because I have like there's so many good things that would be so great in movies, like video games, because you just don't get a lot of good video game movies just yet. Uh, we're yeah. we're just waiting to see on Assassin's Creed. But I love this topic. Let's bring it back. Oh, I can't I can't wait to see what Assassin's Creed's like. That's there's probably the stuff. first good one since Mortal Kombat one. I mean, oh, let's dude, be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to put Silent Hill in there, yeah. dude. I think Silent Hill's <laughs> oh, solid. Yeah. Silent Hill is I think good. it's a solid video game adaption. I think it could also stand alone as a horror film if Silent Hill did not exist as a video game. It's up there, man. The Battletech movie Metroid. was really good. Oh, dude. Metroid would be so fucking good, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Metroid is like Japanese dudes, uh... Japanese dudes that loved uh, Alien wanted to make a video game based on that movie they saw. So it already has its like roots in film. As far as director, I mean hit me. Hit me with it. What Jonathan Jonathan Nolan. That'd be cool. I mean he's already done like <coughs> sci fi ish stuff with uh yeah. Westworld and shit. And he's not as big yeah. as Nolan. And I think he probably leans more into genre shit, maybe even more than Chris Nolan does. Uh, maybe yeah. of course uh, Doug Lyman you know whatever uh, maybe okay yeah, the edge, edge of Tomorrow right he did that like he, what's his it, new one what's the new thing he's got Justice Dark League Dark oh yeah we'll see right. I'll see if he can do your Metroid yeah. movie yeah and I would say movie not series uh, I, I think, think that it's a, a tight series yeah. it would be a good series of course I would watch it but I feel like uh you know, it would require a huge budget, 
and they would need to put all that money into one big go, like one one time, and yeah. see how it goes. Because it's, you know, it's a sci-fi off-planet, a lot of CG. Um, but you know what? Female lead, also. Yeah. Ooh. And it's a series that people love, and uh, no one's ever done it. It's unbelievable. Also, soundtrack, dude, like... Uh, just do a modernized soundtrack from uh, Super Metroid. Like, it's already yeah. there, dude. Like, that it's soundtrack the, is iconic. Stranger man. Things, guys. Survive. Dude, yeah. that's a great idea. If they did, like, that, if they... Oh, dude. That's all you need. Like, make... Uh, can you believe it? Like, shooting monsters, <laughs> mother brains, Metroids. Yeah. She's robots. into the little ball. Yeah, do the ball thing. Like, there is so yeah. much there. The only thing is, I think the only problem they would have is... Like, other than the monsters, like, who's the villain? What's the storyline? Because the game is, like, for the most part, like, well, Fusion, I think, adds other characters. And the Game Boy, Ga GameCube games I haven't played yet, actually. But but it's mostly the, just, like, you Solo. Yeah, it's, you're just you on, keep, like, a planet. Keep it like that. You're on a planet with just monsters, and it's Solo, and it's, like... Fuck yeah. I mean, you know... Might need a little bit more dialogue than that, but I think anything's possible. And dude, have a couple characters just like Alien, kill them off throughout it. While she then the final stand is just her by herself. They done oh, yeah. it before. Her yeah. name is Ripley. Take note, motherfuckers. That's true, man. And people will people will say, "Isn't this a lot like Alien?" Like, yeah, it's a lot like Alien because the game is from fucking Alien. You know what I mean? Well, like, who the fuck cares? When's the last time you saw a fucking Alien? Exactly. Like, like when's the last time you saw a good adaptation of like? Something compared to Alien. I don't think I've said that in a lot ever. Oh, this is kind of like Alien. Like, exactly. That, exactly. Like yeah. Metroid came out, and I went, "Wow, this is as good as Alien." That is like the best review. Or uh, if I if a if a reviewer said that about the Metroid movie, I'd be like, "Damn, I'm seeing that shit." I mean, yeah, they literally named like one of the last bosses Ridley. Like they're not hiding their influences, you know. Yeah. Lead I characters female and all that, like. Uh, it's just, it needs to be done, and nobody's even talking about it. I read uh, something that yeah, like yeah. Nintendo is talking about getting back into the movie, the movie game. But can you imagine it with a similar, Mario. imagine it with a similar look as Guardians of the Galaxy, like, because it's gonna be made for yeah. for kids probably, like PG thirteen audience. Well, I mean, yeah, it's easily done that way. I mean, it's monster violence, so you can get away with that shit. And it's it's a Nintendo franchise, which is kind of a family company, so it's been there's that going on too. So yeah, I uh, I will go back and say Legend of Zelda would be a fucking great movie. Oh man, the yeah. whole world is waiting on that. Dude, yeah, uh, it would be like I know Netflix was talking about doing that series forever too, or it was like up in the air and they were trying to make things happen. I'd watch fucking Legend of Zelda sh uh, live action show, man. Fuck yeah, let's do that. I think it needs, it needs to either be live action or Ghibli or Ghibli needs to make Zelda. Like it already, it's a Japanese company. It fits in with their um, with their whole vibe. Like I'd almost be fine with the, that Wind Waker style of uh, just a like three D animated film in the Wind Waker style because I fucking love it, man. Oh, that'd be I great. <laughs> but I also like like Ocarina and like the way the new one looks, um, dude. There's just there's just all this potential <laughs> out in the world for great fucking movies. I know. And we're just remaking bullshit. I know. That's, let's it's, like, it's let's coming make up, Beauty man. Beauty and the Beast live action. Why the fuck? Let's make a Metroid movie. 
It's coming up. I mean, I think we're we're gonna maybe if Assassin's Creed is good, we're gonna see like, oh, these can be good. More more video game movies. Hopefully, yes. more better video games than too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything I'm super excited about in the video game world. Yeah, I mean, what am I excited about? Yeah. I kind of wanted to play Batman VR, but I'm not gonna buy PSVR for a while. Yeah, I'm not either. So that's just because it's a Batman property. I want to play that Batman Tell Telltale Games. Wonka Stefan. Oh yeah, I was I was I was into that as well. Yeah. Titanfall two. Whenever I get my copy, James. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you, I've been playing that. That's quite good, man. It's it's. Yeah, I've heard, I'm surprised. I've heard nothing but great reviews about it because I was like, what did I sign up for? What shitty game am I gonna play with you guys? <laughs> like. Oh, dude, it's it's. I haven't even played online yet, but the campaign. Oh. I've Wonderful. heard the campaign is fucking great. It's it's great because it's they've really mixed like they got the military sci-fi thing down. Like there's mechs, it's in the future. There's laser guns, but when you pick up a regular gun, that shit sounds so fucking real. It's the sound design that's a big part of it. Like yeah. the the guns sound so fucking real, and like the the way they talk to each other is like it feels like the mil- I've never been in the military, but it sort of feels like that, and. Uh, I definitely recommend it. I don't even, I don't even like FPSs that much. But this year with Titanfall and Doom, like I'm turning around, man, turning around. Which one are you just talking about? Titanfall two. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm excited to play that. Is your so copy good. in the mail as well, Stefan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have Louis' copy. Uh, or back to what you were, guys were saying about what looking forward to. I, the one game I'm really looking forward to right now is Dishonored two. Okay. Yeah, I like I like I really Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that game made like a huge impact on me. <laughs> you love you love period piece FPSs. I do. I really I like just rich I like rich detail and atmosphere. You know, like okay, e- okay. even par- parts of Dishonored reminded me of playing the first two Max Payne games, like just the attention to detail and atmosphere. Yeah. It was just like it was so rich. Like you're just in that world and that's what I live for in most games and that's why I like Battlefield one has been really fun to play. Uh, I probably won't play too much online. I'll probably play it a little bit, but games have been fun, just like going through and whatever. I like the period piece. Like, you know, to me, that's like models and dioramas and miniatures and shit, but just done in this like virtual reality, digital world. And um, there's a, there's a, one of the campaign missions in the buying a biplane. There's, uh, there's, I would... I would really like to play the the like the, the, the sort of like plane flying segments. Yeah, uh, they're that would be they're great. amazing, dude. Really? They're amazing. Okay. There's this one mission where you have to shoot down two of these zeppelins that are like bombing London, and there's oh, all these shit. like there's all these floating mines everywhere, and then there's the German tri planes or whatever. They're buzzing around you, shooting at you, and after a while, you get pretty good at it, but it's difficult. It's just like, and it's fucking nuts. But it's just so. Stefan, uh, you know what you should do when you when you play the flying missions? Yeah. You should listen to Aces High by yeah. Iron Maiden. I'm gonna do that, dude. I'll probably, <laughs> probably be rocking it. I'll probably kill those missions quicker than I did with just the regular stock music. I think that was about World War II pilots, but still, yeah. like it's. Yeah. Or flying blind was... by Anvil. 
Oh yeah, I haven't listened to Anvil. I know they're you know they had the documentary, but I haven't. They're to them. they're pretty good. throwback chunky metal. I mean they're they're they are throwback. They are that shit. But um, they're from that era, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite song of theirs is from when they're the resurgence of them after the uh, documentary is called Flying Blind. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, Aces anyway. High is one of my favorite man. Yeah, Aces High is dope. I am excited for the Battlefield developers. Some guys are making a monster game. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, uh, I posted it on Facebook. It's like right now it's called like Project White or Wit. And it basically you go through like it's like during Viking times and you're like cool. one of the last of your kind of this creature and you're trying to kill Vikings. But it takes you through different stages of the monster's growth. So you first start off as a baby so you can get into like little crevices and stuff. And you can only do you shouldn't like you should like plan on how to take people out if you have to kill them or sneak. And then as you get bigger, it's like you can pretty much like take them on. But uh, the yeah. little video looked really cool. And uh, cool. I mean, there's not a lot of games where you're from the per- like well where you're playing like a monster in it a lot of the time. So and plus you guys know me, I love my monsters. Maddie, so, did you ever yeah. play uh, Demon's Crest on Super Nintendo? Uh, yeah, I played it a little bit. That game's hard as fuck. It's hard, but that. Is like kind of a hidden gem, even though it's made by Capcom. Yeah, I didn't know about that game at all, but I played it recently, and it's it's amazing, and it's it's a uh, it's you're playing the creature as well, so yeah, oh, cool. yeah. I yeah. play I've played a lot of like the ones where you can turn into something, or you know, like I liked all the like Soul Reaver and like um, Legacy of Kane games were cool, and that'd yeah, be a cool yeah. fucking television series too, man. Oh man, yeah, yeah that'd be fucking crazy. dope. Because then you could do, like, Legacy of Kane, the first one, and then, like, the follow-up could be the Soul Reaver, which features yeah. the... Oh, dude. Dope. They're just... They're sitting Damn. on it, man. Castlevania too, man. Oh, God, man. I'd fucking... Uh, yeah. They're that'd sitting, be fucking The so brothers, good. what are their names? Belmont. Here's, a, here's Belmont the thing, though. I, I like the Castlevania games where you play the vampire, though. I oh, yeah, me too. Like Alucard? Sit- you mean Dracula backwards. Yeah, yeah, Alucard. Because <laughs> like, my first Castlevania game was... Symphony of the Night, actually. So, okay. I would I just, and you know what? It boils down to I would rather, uh, it will a have powers, but also I would rather have a sword than a whip. Yeah, that's. I mean, really, that's all it is. I think I just think the sword is cooler. Dude, but, it, the swords are always cooler. And you can turn into mist, yeah. a wolf, a bat, all this other yeah. shit. Like it's the answer. <laughs> the answer is clear. Like Alucard, all the way. Cool. So I, I would want I would want the movie like that as well, or the series. Oh, dude, it'd be so good. I, w- I always remember playing that game, <laughs> and like when you first start it, and you'd be like, "Ah, oh, damn it, I have all this cool shit," and the motherfucker took it away from me. Ugh. Also, like I think, also in a dream world, Nintendo needs to team up with Pixar. They need to make a Mario movie, fully animated, no live action, and mm. then they need to make a Star Fox movie. Like they already have like these this great cast of characters. They have storylines. Pixar could fill in the script, and Nintendo could just like sit back and get some money. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like it could maybe even be like a connected universe too, like the Nintendo universe, Nintendo Pixar universe. Where's yeah, this fucking cool. movie? Nintendo is more <laughs> recognized than well, Mario is more recognized than fucking Mickey Mouse in the world, man. Like, like yeah. Can you imagine like him going like and like riding Yoshi fucking going through pipes and shit? That'd be tight. Or saving the princess, world. but she doesn't really need to be saved. 
because she's got girl power. I don't know. Like, it, it could be some. It could <laughs> be something. It would they, be. They should. They should even have a sequence where they go. It goes into like Mario Kart, like fucking uh, chase scene. You Dude, know what I mean? I wasn't where, even thinking that shit, but that's yes. They need like, to have that. In, in, integrate, integrate the most like iconic. You know, even the Mario Party at the end. You know, they're partying. <laughs> I don't know. But it's just, just it's like, just weird. Mario's been around for thirty years. They had that one live action movie that was terrible, and ba- and like that one stupid show in the in the late eighties, yeah. and n- no other shows, <laughs> no other properties. Mario was only the a video Mario game Bros. character. Yeah, like it's insane. It, it's it, insane. It, like Pixar yeah. or DreamWorks Animation or something. Like pick this up. To man. that credit, to that credit, I'd really love to see um, a like Indiana and a flavor Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's the other thing, topical, right? Tim Miller doing a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Right, yeah. I mean, that would be really cool if somebody could make sense of all that because I love Sonic the Hedgehog and I love the world that he's in. And, you know, I only really... Three before I stopped really giving a shit, but... Or no, uh, what was the one on 32X? I played that too. Um, Sonic and Knuckles. Knuckles Chaotix. That was a Chaotix, whole different... Chaotix, Chaotix, yeah, that was that game was weird, but but the the core like Sonic, Tails, Robotnik, you know, I mean, you need a couple female characters in there to round it out. Uh, there's a few that involved. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of great characters, and also yeah. like Sonic has this kind of like environmentalist message. Yeah, yeah, so totally. That's been written in there since the beginning. It's just like him... it's like nature versus industrialism. Yeah. Really, I'm not making this up. Like that's what Robotnik is, right? And he, he's in a, some forest levels and is in some like factory yeah, levels. T- totally. So that that message Water could levels. be very easily made into a movie, yeah. especially by you know talented and just be like this Hollywood writers, you know, you know? like like. But the thing is, like they wouldn't have to like throw anything in there. Whereas with Mario, you might have to like find the message somehow. Right. But with yeah, you kind of have to craft a. A narrative craft some narrative but they, like it's kind of more there with sonic uh, yeah and i just like in even seeing like you know what we could do with like 3d technology and the 3d viewing experience just right. like this really like this you know you know somewhat intense action pack just like you know the movie the movie itself should just hit the ground running mad max style but you know, be a kid's movie. and <laughs> That's a good idea, you know, actually. A, I agree. I agree with that. You know, just and then there's this wild terrain, you know, like floating islands and stuff. Like, Sonic is not on Earth. Sonic Planet or wherever that is. I'm sure yeah, there's a name for it. But he does have chili dogs, though. You know, but they, they have, and they have, like, giant airships. <laughs> they have, you know, they have no buildings and stuff. Like, just kind of, like, take the pieces that are there and flesh them out. I don't know. I, I'd like to fucking like that because i fucking loved the first three four sonic games oh dude i mean i I, could, I, I think i've been on record before yeah. saying this but I, I i you know i i think sonic adventure was better than mario 64 that dreamcast sonic yeah get so, out of my house yeah yeah so so good great and i Just like kidding. i like i'm more of a nintendo guy ultimately probably if you can yeah. like over sega but that dreamcast one was so so good and that's what really sparked my imagination. I remember back then thinking nine nine ninety nine playing some fucking Sonic, right? And just just being like this to make a bomb ass movie if they did some of this stuff and some of that stuff and like, 
They had that like Aerosmith Sonic, type band, right? There was an Aerosmith type yeah. song in Sonic yeah. Adventure. He's running <laughs> yeah. with that fucking killer whale in the background. Like that was some badass shit, man. It's like that's what, and I just want to see that translated. I feel like they've been trying to build too much mythology around Sonic when you got some nice pieces to begin with. Just keep it simple. And dude, and... just make it fucking Fern Gully with Sonic. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's already there, dude. Steel from Burn Gully. People speed. only, only nineties like, kids remember that shit anyway. No, the fucking Avatar. times this. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> How many times the fucking tails come swooping in to save your ass? You know what I mean? Just have this like teamwork of these guys that have like a cause. They fucking have, like, you know, this is Mark Ruffalo, and Matt Damon, or some shit. They gotta stop Robotnik. He's fucking. <laughs> Run out of breath. But I would love to see a great Sonic. Not a TV series, because the cartoons were okay. They were kind of fun. But, you know, they had they were fun. I liked them. But just like a solid movie by the dude who did fucking uh, animated film. Give that guy a crack at it. Which animated film? Ninja Turtles animated film. Uh, oh, yeah. He did oh, Astro Boy, too. Yeah, that I forgot what that dude's name is. I don't know. I never saw it. Oh man, um, I want to. I want to. Movie, Astro Boy movie was cool. I want to oh, cool. go on like some sort of like vintage is... anime binge at some point. Just yeah, like, I 60, do. I do it every. Like some old yeah. deep cut shit, man. Like yeah, <laughs> seriously, I want to have a day. Deep cut shit. Just like 60s, 70s, 80s. Not fuck even the 90s, dude. Like yeah. I, I need. I feel like I need to do that at some point. There's some I watched animes I watched when I was. When I watched growing up, I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There's exactly. that one. There was that really good one on Netflix. It's like the little Viking or something like that. I don't know that one. It's one of the oldest anime serials on television. Um, oh, I it think was I like know, I know the character. I don't know the name of it though. L- late fifties, early sixties, or something like that. But like super old cartoon. Like you know, a lot of the frames of animation were two or three frames of animation instead of. You know, like kind of like Speed Racer was too. You know, like just like uh, I don't know, crazy old Japanese shit. Lupin the Third. <laughs> what was it? Oh yeah, I, yeah. What do you guys think about uh, Deadpool two? Like losing people and all this weird shit that's going on. Yeah. So with that, <laughs> made... uh, I was kind of sad because I thought Tim Miller and Reynolds were like a really good team. And it sucks that, like, it seems like their success has added the pressure, thus forcing them apart. So that sucks. But them wanting to focus more on humor than action, it's ultimately probably a good move. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, think that action sucks. Yeah, that's true. It made a lot of money. So I feel like, <laughs> I feel, well, I just made so much money and got people talking so much. Like, there's definitely got to be a sequel. So I think right now they're they're probably like shit in a brick. Like, oh my god, we can make this the biggest movie <laughs> that we're. I mean, our budget allows, but you know, the cult following that Deadpool got. I don't know if you could call it cult following because just like everybody fucking loves Deadpool. Yeah, so oh, it's like the most now, cosplay thing at every con. Yeah, I think I think I think I think Ryan Reynolds wants his fucking Dark Knight with Deadpool too. You know, it's got to be just this big fucking because I remember that saying like it's gonna be just like a massive superhero movie parody kind of thing. Like I would love to see a super violent 
gory, well action sequence, like naked gun style fucking superhero movie. <laughs> he That's said that, I mean, they said that, like, Tim Miller wanted the action, but Ryan Reynolds wanted the. Yeah. You know. There definitely needs a balance, because so. even, even in the first one, I felt like there could have been a little bit more action. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was very heavy on the dead, yeah. like, the humor, and there wasn't a lot of showcase of. But I guess the comics are kind of that way. That way too, they're more humor than, well, yeah. uh, than they are yeah. action oriented a lot of the time. But I yeah. don't know. I, I I'm I'm with uh, Stefan. There needs to be a good balance of both. Like, yeah. I mean, you obviously have to top the first film, so that's a concern. Like, you have to have better set pe- action set pieces. You can't bring do back the same Colossus. Shit over again. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I, 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 I mean, Domino fucking... and Cable are gonna be fucking in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be interested to see who they find I, for Cable. It's just weird because I was like, all right, the team that made Deadpool 1, back at it. And then all of a sudden I was like, Tim Miller's out. And I was like, Fuck. Nobody wants to do it. I was yeah. like, oh, and they like haven't said who's going to direct it yet. And it's just like, I mean, it's early on, whatever. But it's like, I don't know, man. It's weird. <laughs> I just thought this was going to be yeah, the duo. The I thought there would be like a the uh, Ryan Reynolds, Tim Miller trilogy of Deadpool films, like that quintessential Deadpool films. They like as a grandfather, I'd be like, "You haven't seen Deadpool till you've watched these three films." It's the Miller yeah. Reynolds <laughs> era, you know. But it's like we get one, and I was—I don't know. I guess I'm kind of like, like uh, sad about it, man. I was really hoping yeah. that those two would get back together and like make another fucking great movie. But... Well, the same writers are still with Reynolds, so at least we have that team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. He hasn't left those guys. No, there's so we have that. So, and they were saying that yeah. Tim Miller was really pushing for. Kyle Chandler to be Cable, yeah. But but I didn't think that was a really great casting decision. I like Kyle Chandler, but it's just like, you know, you, there's uh, somebody yeah. out there that fits yeah. that part so well, and they're right in front of us, and we already see it. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang would be great. I saw this one article suggesting like, why not cast Arnold Schwarzenegger as Cable? And it wouldn't be uh, like my if he could do a better accent, I wouldn't mind. Right, yeah, but the, I just don't need accent... him. To, I can't see him. Uh, he, he can only do Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. And I mean, I love that. I totally. love that motherfucker, but... The, I, the I, look would be right, but yeah. I, I, think, want to I think look the look at, would really be right, but the voice, yeah. I just want to look at Cable and like know the actor and go, God, man, that's fucking Cable, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to look at it and go, that's fucking like Brad Pitt or that's fucking like Arnold Schwarzenegger or like, you know, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I think Stephen Lang would be good. Uh, I'm I'm not opposed to Kyle Chandler. Like that doesn't sound bad. I mean, I've only seen him do high drama stuff, so it would be like kind of nice to see him maybe do a little more comedy or play like a like I don't know. I think he could probably do it. I mean, I like. I think it, I would have to see like a trailer to really judge that because like Kyle Chandler does seem like an odd pick, but I just felt like maybe they saw some, like the way that you know they interact with each other. Maybe like his audition with Ryan Reynolds was really good or yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like whoever they pick, it's going to, we're probably like Stefan said, we're probably gonna be like, Oh yeah, that guy's fucking great. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> Idris Alba. Dude, I'd fucking watch that. Yeah. Black cable. Hey, yeah. Great. Why not? That'd be tight. Or Ken yeah. Watanabe. <laughs> oh my god just some really straightforward playing yeah, yeah. i mean that's great totally. andrew you haven't played the deadpool game right no i don't even have a ps3 anymore so you don't have a ps4 anymore 
PS3. It's on PS4. It's on, it's on PS4, PS4 as well. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Is it, is yeah, it good? Ported it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, it's pretty sexist, but... Is it really? Yeah, I mean, it's like, sometimes you're just like, whoa, dude, <laughs> like, calm the <laughs> fuck down. Like, they, like, no really? no holds bar in that, man. Like, if you think, like, the movie, like, pushed, pushed things, like, the game is just ten times worse. Sexist, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. He's um, literally saying, you're doing that, you can't do that, you're a girl, like... It's like that kind of stuff and just like degrading women and like the whole time like any female character that's in the game like Domino or like there's some X-Men in it like Wolverine's in it and like uh, any female character like their boobs are like much larger than they actually need to be and like there's a lot of like just that kind of sexist shit in it. Um, I'm gonna have to check this game out. I mean it's really fun like I hate to say that and then people are like oh sexist motherfucker and Maddie I'm like, no! is so sexist. <laughs> but uh i mean it's just like for the aspects that i liked about it of like deadpool like giving cable shit was a lot of fun throughout it and he also makes fun of wolverine in it for being short which is always classic um <laughs> yeah, and just classic like Wayne. and uh there's a really cool scene where you lose a body part and you have to like the controls reverse and like do different things because you've lost a part of your body and you have to chase a dog around to get your body part back uh it's pretty fun <laughs> it's just a weird game man I'm looking like it up it's right just now. like they like add in er- all of your favorite parts for every game you've ever played and they put in a deadpool there's like a there's also, <laughs> deadpool also gives the guys who created the game a lot of shit throughout it really yeah, like he'll go into like a room and like it'll be all the characters are like 2D and he's like, "What the fuck? This isn't loaded yet." And he's like, "I'm ready to go. I'm primed. I'm ready." <laughs> and it's just like all these characters are all 2D or it's just like wireframes of characters, and it's just like it's. I mean, it's like reading a fucking Deadpool comic or like watching the movie, man. It's just like just what can you do in a video game? I might the pick controls, it up. yeah, the controls are like some of the control. The controls are not the best, but I mean. It's not that hard of a game to play, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. But you guys should like you. You should play it. I mean, but the get the voice actor who does Cable is great because everything's just straight laced. Oh, that's uh oh okay Cable yeah yeah it's uh Nolan North for for Deadpool right? Uh, I I possibly I have no idea. I I didn't. I was just like. When I was at Half Price Books, they're like, "Maddie, this came in. Do you want to play it?" I was like, ah, "I guess." And I was, I was like, "You know what? That was pretty fun." I was kind of skeptical about it because I didn't really like. I guess some it was like hit or miss in reviews. Yeah, the and, reviews were kind of lukewarm, I think. But I, I'm also in the like. Uh, I don't know. I feel like video game reviews, like, like if you go to IGN or anything, they're like, Skyrim has the same problems as every other Bethesda game. 100%! And then it's like one game doing something different and like the load screen and it has a slight glitch in it. They're like 50, 50%. This game's trash, but it's okay. And it's like, what? Like this game actually had a clever like, everything worked except for this one thing and it had like this clever premise and like, uh, maybe like the controls are pretty shitty, but like I got through that. That game's actually really fucking good. And I hate video game reviews a lot of the time because it's all about the monies. Well, that video game reviews kind of like very wildly, right? Like it's it's yeah. like it's either it's like hot or cold, yeah. like terrible or trash. Yeah, like I remember when Bioshock Two came out, they're like trash, and I was like, the game's actually good. You can do wield, man. Like I can have a shotgun and my plasmids. What are you talking about? Genius. <laughs> remember when I had to switch back and forth to use that shit? I could use it all at the same time now. And, like their biggest complaint was we don't want to be at rapture anymore and it's like 
fuck man it's still a good game but it's also like the weird thing the thing that i hate about like most video game reviews are like if someone really likes a company that handled something and then they pass it off to another company it's always like oh this game's shitty it's terrible because this like that batman game that came out that rocksteady didn't do everyone's like oh terrible trash 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 yeah. That was, was bullshit. Like, that game I was, was like, pretty ga- good, man. That game was fun. That game was a lot of fucking fun, man. And You're talking uh, about Origins? Yeah. Yeah. Origins and then okay. uh Bioshock okay. 2 was also passed off to like their Australia 2K division or whatever, but it wasn't the same team that brought that did Bioshock. When I played Origins and I then I heard the reviews, I was like, "What is missing? Like, what do you guys what is not in this game that you guys aren't getting?" Like, I felt like it was just another game in the Arkham series like they have yeah. like a bunch of D-list villains like Firefly or whatever the fuck but like other than that it was like pretty good I don't under I just didn't get that I didn't understand that criticism it was another good Arkham game in the Arkham series I've liked that whole fucking series I've beaten every single one of those motherfuckers like <laughs> if they release another one I'm gonna get it again like it's that in Uncharted you know like those that's my shit I, I have to beat those games all the way yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know. I like. I don't get it. I don't like. I don't get like the hate when it like gets over to a new developer or whatever. It's like, man, if it's a solid game, it's a solid fucking game. I don't care who the fuck makes it. You know, like yeah. I'll be hesitant if I don't like the company or they haven't done anything that I've liked before. Or don't know them, but like, you know, if it looks cool and like people are generally like the reviews are generally good for it, like I'll give that shit a shot. Right. I won't pay sixty dollars for it, but. Well, that's been episode 39, and we will check you later. Bye. Later, fuckers. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and don't... we can make money. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. For a million, I'll give you Joey for a weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>